Welcome to the Arts Armory. It's still March, which means it's still Women's History Month, and I'm going to be continuing talking about some really awesome female artists by talking about Mary Stevenson Cassatt. Miss Cassatt will be the third featurette of five that I will be doing this year for Women's History Month. For the previous episodes, check out the channel. Of course, there are way more than five women artists out there across time and history and the world. And March is not the only time we should be discussing the many accomplishments of women. So if there's an artist that you would like discussed on the show, leave a comment and let me know. Mary Stevenson Cassatt was born in Pennsylvania in what is now part of Pittsburgh in 1844. Coming from an affluent background, she knew pretty early on that she wanted to be an artist and pursue art professionally. Naturally, that decision was met by her parents with quite a bit of disdain, though she still went on to study anyway. Isn't that always the case with such stories? First, she studied in Philadelphia and moved on to studying in both France and Italy and throughout Europe. She did all of this, of course, in spite of the raging sexism of the time. Art was still very much a man's game, as it had been for most of human history, and it still was very much not in vogue to educate women in the ways of art making. Despite these difficulties, she found herself and her talents becoming rather successful. She was regularly shown in salons around Paris, and eventually she was invited to join what would come to be called the Impressionists after befriending Edgar Degas in 1877. Under the influence of the Impressionists, Cassatt shifted her style, her later work being undeniably Impressionist, and very similar to that of Degas, who really kind of became sort of a mentor to her. Cassatt is the only American and one of only three women officially associated with the Impressionist movement, the other two being Bertha Morisot and Marie Brachemont, both of whom were French-born painters. Like Degas, she sought to depict light movement and design in a modern way. She was, after all, a self-proclaimed figure painter, just like Degas. This aesthetic absolutely makes itself apparent in all of her work. Like most artists, throughout the duration of their time and their career, you can see the subtle changes of style and of focus throughout the course of their work. Mary Stevenson Cassatt is, of course, no exception to this. But there are several themes and motifs that do make themselves known throughout the course of her work. She was an outspoken feminist advocating for women's equality in pretty much everything, including women's suffrage and education. And, of course, as I mentioned before, in art. She embodied the 19th century feminist ideal of the new woman, being an individually successful artist and never marrying. Her feminism is subtly woven into her body of work. She avoided making outright political statements with her artwork and objected to being stereotyped as a woman artist. Instead, of course, wanting just to be considered an artist, just like her male counterparts. You can see in her work the profound respect and admiration she has for other women, especially in her later work for mothers and caretakers of children. A large portion of her later artwork features mothers and children as subjects, almost exclusively. Simply put, her work, while still fitting in with the genre of what would become known as Impressionism, espouses the notion that she took women seriously. 
and more importantly, that her viewers should take women seriously. No matter the medium, whether it was oil painting, pastel, or later her print work, her beautiful, colorful compositions of women depicted them in a way that maybe clashed with how they were traditionally depicted. By men, of course. The emotional ranges that she gives these women span her entire body of work. In addition to being a widely renowned and talented artist, she was also an advocate for art collection. Her friendship with Luzine Havemeyer resulted in much of the work of European and American artists being collected by other collectors at the time, as well as Luzine. Upon her death, Miss Havemeyer's collection was bequeathed to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and much of it is now on view there. Unfortunately, Mary Cassatt's eyesight began to decline towards the end of her life, and by the early 1900s, she had mostly retired from painting and printmaking. She died in 1926 at the age of 82, long enough, fortunately, to see women's suffrage passed and codified in the United States. Hers is a legacy of championing women in art and being a woman champion herself. As I mentioned, you can catch much of her work on display at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I did so myself just last week, so I can promise you that it's there, and you will not be disappointed. As always, this is merely a snapshot, a tiny glimpse into the life and work of Mary Stevenson Cassatt. I strongly encourage you to look up her work and her life and her accomplishments yourself. Thank you so much again for joining. Make sure you like and subscribe so you never miss an episode of the podcast. And tune in again next time.